No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out, you're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. Everybody, it's hi! Midweek, <laughs> it's Wednesday again. What? Ta-da. Yeah, you missed us that much that we came back early. See, we missed one week, like two weeks ago, and we feel so guilty about it that we're doubling up. For All right, you don't got a lot of them. Hey, no, <laughs> no simple road family. What's up? It's Aaron. It's Mel. It's Apple, and we are back for another artist spotlight, and this is gonna be fun. We have Spafford with us. What? Yeah. Our New Year's homies? Yeah. So Spafford did an amazing three-night run at the Get Down here in Portland, Oregon for New Year's. And we were lucky enough to go see them on the 30th and catch up with them there at the Get Down for about a half an hour and uh, sit down with them and talk about coming to Portland and their experiences here and all the, all the things about being the Spafford being Spafford yeah, being on the road. And you're going to hear it in this interview. There is a lot of laughter and a lot of fun happening. It was a high energy night. I I have, and this was right before we did this before the show. Yeah. I have found that when we go to, um, the venues before a show Mm -hmm. and interview a band there, those are like the most fun mm-hmm. interviews that we do. It seems like those are like the ones where the most laughter is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems giddy and silly and, you know, I would I would think the opposite because there's so much going on. You know what I mean? Yep. And they've got to get ready for the game and kind of got get in there. But it's kind of proven to be like majority, like lighthearted and kind of fun. and. I think yeah, everybody's energy is high, and and they're like having food delivered while while yeah. we're while we're like doing get ready. Like, yeah, they're they're getting ready for their show for the night. So energy's high, expectations are high. It's it is great time. We weren't high, no, no, not yet, no. But you know, not yet. Um, we had never seen a Spafford show am i am i correct in saying this or no 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 this is our second one i'm I'm lying this is our this was our our third third one yeah our third one. well we saw them at what i was going to say is doing their own thing two sets of spafford yeah we had only seen them at summer meltdown and then and then get down a year ago yeah yes correct um and i have to say uh they are one of the baddest bands around period I, uh, I, I, in my opinion and, and for what it's worth, Spafford should be selling out Hampton Coliseum too. Yeah. They, they, they take jams to a whole new level that you don't hear with many vans. No, there was a groove in that room that, that like, I don't know. That's the thing that I'm looking for when I go see a band, especially a jam band. Like 
that particular thing that happened is the thing that I'm looking for. And they did it in, in their own way. It wasn't derivative. It didn't, you know what I mean? It was quintessentially Spafford, but it was that thing. And it was dope. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. I wish we could have gotten to talk to him them the next night Oh yeah, (laughs) to see how they thought the show that we were at was because that was incredible. Like smiles, dancing, just pure good vibes. It just, it felt really great way to, I mean, it wasn't exactly New Year's Eve, but it felt just like a really great way to close out the year of good music. For, for real. It was so good that I almost left our equipment at the get down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to remind you. You had to run back in. Yeah, I almost didn't realize. It's like Aaron doesn't have his hunchback with his backpack. backpack on. And and well, you hear it in here. He talks about how awesome the Friday night show was. We were there Saturday night, and it's just really complimentary and flattering to Oregon and Portland that they chose us to come do that they really just wanted to be here for new year's yeah and yeah for real yeah and, um, and if you want a taste of spafford if you haven't seen them go whatever streaming platform because they released back in june of last year lot it was live in nashville oh yeah which is a really good taste of like what they do live apple what do, what do they have coming up do they have anything coming up they right got, now? they've got it while well, they're taking a short hiatus they just they just finished up they played jim and jam down in arizona on february 2nd and they're taking a break but they're hitting the road again starting february 22nd and this sounds dope. This sounds like a reason for them to have a really good time and just ski a lot. They're doing like eight dates in a row uh, called Spaff Ski 2024. And this is going to be in Steamboat Springs, Colorado for four nights. Then they go to Crested Butte for four nights. So eight days of skiing. And then they go to Frozen Dead Guy Days in Estes Park, Colorado. Okay. And then they bounce to Virginia, 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 North Carolina, Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, so New basically, York, Tennessee. If, if you want to find out where they're going to be, go, where, where do you go? You you go to spafford.net and you can look at all the tour dates, all the news about stuff they've been doing. I was looking at the news, but apparently they had pulled out an Olivia Rodrigo cover and did that at a show uh, back in uh, the beginning of January. These guys, that's one thing they do very well, too. They do covers. Oh, yeah. So well, like on that Tennessee one, they do uh, six feet down by sneaker pimps, like a 20-something minute version of it which is just incredible wow all right so yeah that's spafford with two f's for those of you not in the know if you i don't know what the single f ferd is going to get you but you want the two (laughs) yes Um, we're going to do the business real quick and get you to this bite-sized episode of no simple road artist spotlight with spafford follow no simple road at no simple road on all the social media platforms at no simple road yeah, yeah, that that thing. No Go to our website. It's got merch. NoSimpleRoad.com. You can get tarot readings. There's all kinds of stuff up there. Go over there. Search it out. Look at it. All the back episodes are there. It's fun. Hey, guess what? No Simple Road is now on YouTube. That's right. All episodes from 2019 till now are now on YouTube for your listening pleasure. So if you're one of those folks that listens to your podcast on YouTube, you can go check them out there and just search them and they show up. It's easy. Go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Sign up, become a patron of no simple road. You know what? If you value something, then you should pay for it. Yeah. Then you value it more. If you value us, then you should give a buck every month and help us continue to do No Simple Road. That's patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. Do we have any new reviews on Apple Podcasts? We have no new review. We have not had one since November 3rd. So it's been three over three months. Man, come on, somebody. Come on. Do the thing. You know what to do. What do we got to do? I'll, I'll do a dance. Uh, if somebody will leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll do it. You'll, you'll do a little dance. I'll do a dance we'll, on we'll, Instagram. You'll get down tonight. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and then let me set, let me think. What am I Tap missing? Tap line. Yeah. 971-808-1524. That is how you can call No Simple Road. It is your three minutes of fame on the show. Call 971-808-1524 and you can do whatever you want. Tell there. us your stories. Leave, leave, yeah, leave a story. Yeah, open mic night. Tell us a recipe, whatever you want to do, some stand-up comedy. And hey, if you're into mushroom chocolates, 
Go check out at Melt Mushrooms on Instagram. They are our sponsor. Shoot them a DM. Tell them No Simple Road sent you. You are going to get 30% off for the month of February. They will send you their menu. You tell them what you want. You get 30% off. It's a whole thing. They are the best mushroom chocolates in the biz. I had some this past weekend and just a little micro dose and it was telling you this there's something beautiful about what they're doing there mm-hmm. the the chocolate every, everything everything's amazing so yep just- shop tour bus also has the coolest grateful dead inspired merch on the planet go check out at shop tour bus on instagram or shop put in the promo code no simple road when you're buying your stuff you will get free shipping from them and, and hey be comfy and hey check this out if you like coffee like what? i like coffee coffee is the thing that when I open my eyes in the morning, it's the first thing I think about. It's the thing that actually like makes me get out of bed. Like, Oh, I'm excited. I get to go have coffee. I'm doubly excited now because no simple road has a coffee sponsor. Northbound coffee roasters is with us and they are sponsoring no simple road. And this isn't any, your old coffee place. This is owned by grateful dead family craft artisan roasting freshly freshly roasted roasted when you order it they have um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh wow my mind just went up coffee no (laughs) they, they have uh items like uh tiger rose Oh, okay, and like the American Beauty American that you Beauty. ordered. Yeah, uh, flavors, but it's not flavors. It's roasts. Roasts. That was the word I was looking okay. for. Okay. Roasts like American Beauty, spoon bender. Well, that American Beauty is incredible. We are drinking, well, we just drank some black coffee where you can actually taste what the coffee tastes yeah. like. Amazing. Yep. Amazing flavors. Put in the promo code No Simple Road. You are going to get free shipping on your first order from Northbound Coffee Roasters. You too can be a headlight on a northbound train fueled by coffee. So like me. All right. That's all the stuff, the the business and the the uh, ads and my brain's shutting down because I'm on whole 30. I haven't had any sugar in, in two and a half weeks and I need to eat. So we love you guys. We're going to get you to this interview with Spafford from December 30th, 2023. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you. Spafford. Yes, there is an elephant upstairs. We are here with Spafford at the get down for their uh, New Year's run. Second night, correct? Night two. Coming up. Night, night two. two. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves for everybody that's listening that can't see you that's not in the room with us. I am Jordan Fairless. I am the bass player. It's cracking, Jordan. <laughs> You're, you know I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just went Bob Barker on it. I liked it. That was great. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Brian. I play guitar and sing. Corey Sheckman. I play keyboards in this band. <laughs> yeah. I'm Nick. I play drums and sing a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I like that. More this year. Is there anyway? You've been singing more. A lot more. You got it, man. You're just well, so thanks for more. joining us, gentlemen. This is great. How was the first night so far? Yeah. I don't want to talk I roll. You got to I don't really want to talk about it. We can go over it after you say, just round it out. Round just, it out. It feel like anytime I think it's the best show ever, something happens. And we lost the recording last night. What? Yes. We lost the recording. It's, the, it's like a one in like a million chance that the files can get corrupt. And they corrupted last night. All of the backups on backups on backups. And you love the show. And I was raving about last night's show. That means that, that was it was going, for who was here. Fuck it. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was for me because, you know, yes. the break that we've had, you know, and if fuel up all this energy and then finally get to release it on stage and it was I mean, it was one of the best musical experiences of the year for me wow yeah and i was like oh my god and <laughs> you it's like it's gone so y'all yeah. played portland before when you come back what do you what do you expect from portland you know when, you, when you're coming as a group like oh portland's like dot 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 <laughs> I don't know. We have, we have such a varied um, experience in Portland over the years from our first time here in was that 2014. Dante's. Dante's oh, wow. in 2014. Okay. Yes. We, we got we kicked We played out before for... the like Sunday cabaret 
Um, they called it cabaret. It was a burlesque show. It was a burlesque show. I, we don't really know what it was. There's, it was. We were here. It was a long, long weird tour, but <laughs> we've come a long way since then. And I don't know. We we love Portland, and it's it's got a unique energy, and we're happy with the following that we built here. Okay, I, I got to back up on that because Dante's is a very weird place. Did you say you got kicked out of Dante's? Well, they needed. They, we didn't know what was going on, and we. I remember showing up and like waking up in whatever vehicle we were in. I think we were in the power we were stroke at that in time. In the shuttle bus. Yeah. We were in the shuttle bus that we gutted. Like this thing was the biggest disaster on the road, right? We had okay. so much issues <laughs> with this vehicle. And I remember waking up and looking outside and there was, you know, there was, I don't know what you, uh, you know. Portland. Portland outside. <laughs> working. It was Portland, but there was working women outside. Yeah. Because next to Dante's is where the yeah. strip clubs are and all that stuff. Um, so anyway, we went in and played our show and they were like, Hey, you guys got to get your stuff off because you know, there's a, a burlesque show coming in, but we had all our stuff downstairs. So there was half naked women downstairs saying, you know, it was, it was very awkward because our stuff was down there. We didn't know that they were coming in and doing this. <laughs> so they, you guys got to get out of here. I'm like, we just got to get our stuff or like our laundry's like in the dryer and you know, yeah. Um, that's what, that welcome to Portland. That's what I remember. The keeping yeah. it weird thing is the motto is really appropriate for you guys in your head. I, I feel like keeping it weird was like starting in 2014. Right? Yeah, it, right. Like it wasn't weird. So yet. you guys we actually know, started it. We might have <laughs> had something to do with it. You you would have to do something pretty bad to get. I'm picturing like like you guys got too crazy and they're like you need to get out of Dante's. No, it wasn't because like you'd have to go pretty out. It's like you guys need to like hustle out <laughs> yeah, of here. Right. You know, it wasn't like a negative thing. Like show was great for the six. We all got there. naked and lit the place yeah. on fire. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a great job. Now you guys got to go. Got to yeah. go. We actually have. The show that sells the tickets show. that's coming up. So you need <laughs> to. <drink. laughs> well, I mean, let's let's be real. You guys pretty much sold this place out three nights in a row here on this run pretty close yeah tickets are looking good i mean it's been it's been a healthy weekend for us I mean, we've been hitting portland for dope many years now you know we dug fur and uh, wonder uh, yeah wonder ballroom wonder ballroom um yeah and then we just came back and there's a lot of places we were supposed to come back we were headed back to in uh covid era so it was like you know there's a big pause in like when we were were places so we've been coming to places a long time but we kind of had to skip start over whatever mm -hmm. so last night's crowd was great it's you know gonna grow leading into the the finale i'm sure it's gonna be an all-out blowout on night three yeah um, there was one point last night when i was talking about the backdoor funk i think that we played last time we were here and i don't know if that was before the set or after the set but it like i got i was like oh I remember the Portland crowd now. What about it? it yeah, was, what, what was that it feel? Was incredible. It was after Ugh. the first set. After the first set, I was like, I remember this. So there's some definitely a different energy. I mean, look, I was on cloud nine last night. The crowd, the venue, the sound, band was on fire. It just felt so easy to just play and have fun. And it's you know, this is my, you know, this is my release. This is yeah. my therapy. Like, you know, to be completely selfish about it. Like I do this for me. But if something that selfish brings so many people joy, I mean, selfish away, dude. I'm like glad, I'm glad people are there that want to watch it, my, you know? My question is, what was a determining factor in to do your shows here for New Year's? We love, we love Portland. Aww. You know, look, we, we may not get the first pick of, of cities and you don't want to jump on other people's, you know? So like this band claimed this city for new years and so and Portland was wide open. So we took it. That's fucking know? dope. Yeah. Thank you for doing yeah. that for us. For our style of music, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It totally makes sense. You know you, what you're saying about it being selfish, the doing this for yourself first. I'm reading, um, she got me this Rick Rubin book for my birthday. And it's about creating art. And like the very first chapter in that book, he's like, if you're not creating art for yourself first, you're doing it wrong. Well, so I didn't, I did not read yeah. the book. No, do I? Yeah. You know much about Rick Rubin. It, it, I mean, it makes sense because if you're not fulfilling your trip first, yeah. you your cup can't overflow on anybody else. You're yeah. just, it's a, it's an ego driven thing at that point. Right. Yeah. Like, you're just doing it to be cool. I think if we catered to the fans as much as they want us to cater to, they actually probably wouldn't like it as much. Yeah. 
Agreed. It's like you kind of always want a little bit of tension in the relationship. No, you're getting along fine, but they there's got to be something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to have a little stab every now and then like, oh, hey, sorry. I didn't mean that. Right. But you did. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're doing a three night run like this, do you approach doing this differently than just going in and doing a one night thing? Do you have like a, a game plan for each night? Like one one big set. We 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 have our algorithm with our set lists <laughs> that we utilize. So I can't I can't completely divulge what that is or what that what that looks like. But we take into consideration a lot of factors when it comes into making our set list. Is AI involved? <laughs> it should be <laughs> witchcraft, dude. We've been like talking about this before <laughs> AI even became like a thing. Really? Like, before it was called like AI, like yeah. we know it now. Right. In the last couple of years, like you know, just automating it. Yeah, we have come up with you know ways of wanting to do that. The, the Jamban set list rater two point five rater. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, GPT. Yeah. yeah, there we go. But we, you know, it's three nights. It's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven sets seven all sets. together. Yeah. So it's a lot of music that goes into three nights. I think there's something that's really relaxing about being at the same venue for three whole nights mm. because we're not moving our gear in and out. Yes. Yeah. We're stationary. We can get good sleep, you know, we get good rest and. It just feels really good to to be doing like multiple night runs at the same venue. You know yeah. what I think is funny? I think, you know, every time somebody asks us a question about writing the set list, I always feel like this pressure that like we're saying the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I, I don't know the way other people do it. But like, to be honest with you, we, we write the set list sometimes 10 minutes before we go yeah, on stage. Yeah, I, I, and, and sometimes we're late on stage because we're giving it to the crew late and they got to go like get it printed. And then the printer's broken, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's like, oh, push another 10, you know, like literally that's what's going on sometimes if, if the show's going late. And we but don't. That's fair. That's a, that's a real answer. Yeah. I don't fucking know sometimes. Right. And then sometimes you got to dial in. Yeah. Well, and it's an intuitive thing though, because like if the time's not right to make the set list, then the time's not right. And it sometimes will go on for set one and we won't have a set two. Do you, so you feel the room at that point and figure it out by that? It's just like, we're just like, all right, it's not time. Like it's not time to make the set list. The inspiration isn't there. So we're like, or sometimes we'll, yeah. we like, we'll go like, we'll make the first set and then we'll go eat dinner because we don't have the energy or the, in, like the, it's not the time to make the second set and we'll go have dinner and we'll come back and we'll make the second set. That's you know? sick. I like that. It's yeah. great. It's just like if the collective thing isn't happening, we're not going to sit there and like force it and be like, oh, we got to do this. this Tonight's this. set list is not written yet. Yeah. And we got what? An hour and 20 minutes before yeah. showtime. Yeah. I'll tell you all in. Just let you know. I, I also I want to the uh, live album that you guys came out with this year uh, early. In the, the, it was November. It was released from the uh, in Nashville. That's, yeah, that's last year, Apple. Huh? Or that was this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, Never mind. Yes, I'll shut up. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Shut up. I, I just wanted to know who's respect because you and Mel heard earlier to the uh, who are the sneaker pimps. Yep. Six feet down, twenty three minute jam on that is one of my favorite pieces of music this year. And then you do all in, which I love, and jam that out. That that live album was just dope. Thanks, Thank you, Apple. Thank you. Why do you, why do you choose Six Underground as a cover, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, Jordan. <laughs> Asking the important questions. I don't know. I've always just been like, I've always liked that song. I forget what movie I first heard it on. Um, no, it was SLC. Dude, I no, it's old. It's like a weird movie about some kid who's got a. He's like a hacker, and he has to defend his school from. You know, crazy invaders or something like that. Okay. That's a really good soundtrack. Like excellent. All the movies in the nineties had the best soundtrack. Matthew Broderick in it? No, it's something you're thinking war games. Anything now. It's uh, anyway, it's one of those films. And I heard that song, I don't know how old I was, maybe like twelve, thirteen, I don't know. And just always been obsessed with it. And then we we're like, Hey, we need to do something for Halloween. Oh, it's in that key. We could try that with the Zelda thing. And we just kind of started playing it. The rest is history. It's amazing. Amazing. Like Apple said, it's a dope ass piece of music, you guys. Like when you're doing a long jam like that, like the thing that I've always wondered being a fan is when you're in the midst of that, 
How do you fucking know when you're done? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Sometimes like we don't. It's not like a cake where you smell it and you're like, mm, gotta get it out. Now. Yeah, it's oh, oh, it's done. Ready. But, get, but we burn cakes all the time, okay? <laughs> that cake does not always come out right. And you're putting a toothpick in it a whole lot of times to see if it's done yet. When there's like that, that as uh, when there's as much of a level of improvisation happening as there is with us, like you, oh, you always hope that there's like a smooth dismount at the end, but sometimes yeah. there just isn't. And you're looking at you like, are we done? And dude, everyone doesn't really. You're like, ah, and then it goes into the next thing, and like, or sometimes you have a perfect dismount, and like everybody just feels it at the same time yeah. and you just get this perfect release and you chase those, but it's just not always going to be that, but isn't life about chasing the perfect release. I think the more that you do it, the more you like come to. And now we have the name for the episode. Accept. <laughs> the more you do it, the more you accept like the imperfect moments, but like yeah. it's not even the imperfect is the wrong word because it just is what it is. Well, is, is there a wrong time? I mean, in music, if, especially if you're improvising, I don't know if a wrong time even exists because now you're in uncharted water. And if that's where it ended, then that was, I guess, what was supposed to happen. I mean, unless so there's a train wreck. Like One thing is the next thing starts. At, at like 21 and a half minutes, has anyone looked at like the time and been like, oh, my God, we well, got to wrap this up? That's the scary part. The scary part, you know, the, the scary part is is the, the 12 minute mark. Oh. Because that's because we wouldn't make it at 23 if we didn't make it at 12. Absolutely. Absolutely. Numbers. That's right? true. And are, is there like a clock or a watch that anyone's watching there, on stage? We have stage clocks yeah. just okay. so we know what time yes. it is. Because okay. a, a lot of venues will have like very strict times as to when you need to be done. So do, are you ever like jamming out something and you happen to notice the clock? You're like, oh shit, that was a long, I was gone for a while there. <laughs> I was, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's really, it's such a crazy thing. Because last night I got to the place that I always try to get to when I play music. And it doesn't happen every night. And I could go weeks without getting to that place sometimes. But the only way I can describe it is that I have this peripheral sense. Like a, all my senses are firing while I'm up there. Mm -hmm. Okay. I could smell everything. I could see everything. The I could feel, on point. It's like, yeah, but it's like, it's like overly stimulated. And I'm playing and I'm trying to. To, to play music as if I'm just sitting in my bedroom because that's when I play, I think, the best music because when no one's around and, you know? Yeah. And I try to get there and I when I have this peripheral, I think like Corey's looking at me being like, what is he doing, you know? Or Jordan's kind of like, all right, what's going to happen here? Or like, what's Nick thinking? And then all of a sudden, like, it just starts to fade away and it just starts to shut up a little bit and it starts to get a little bit darker. And like the peripheral, what I could see out to here, we can all see right here, right now, yeah, right. literally becomes only like this big. And I don't know if he's looking at me because I'm not caring if he's looking at me. And it's like I become completely vulnerable or like just detached to all the senses. And at that point in time, like I don't know if he wants me to do anything else other than what I'm doing because with that, it feels so good and it's so locked right now. If anybody has a problem with this, this is not the right band for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because this is this is happening. I'm just getting my dinner. I'll be right back. You know, yeah, yeah. this is this is happening. And like and that and I got to that place several times last night, you know? And it's funny because we'd walk off the stage and like, you know, we're not like hooting and hollering at each other like as soon as we walk off. Everybody's kind of like running maybe you guys to go pee or get a glass of water or something like that. And like we finally all make it in the green room and it's like a slow kind of conversation, like pretty good set right you know i'm like right. you know is I'm it like, scary to ask that question when you felt of, like yeah that? yeah right? yeah 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 because i'm like i'm like you know i was like blistering was it good for you too yeah i'm like yeah. i'm like yeah was it was like yeah did you like that you know because i really had do a you good know set. right away like if he's had a good set do you know what i mean like not necessarily like does what a trip on, on someone else like we're all pretty honest about it like about our experience on stage like and it's not always it's not always that, like Brian said. Yeah. You know, that's like the goal is to get to that place. Ideal. But we never really know when that's going to come around. And and we don't necessarily know what the circumstances are that... I think I can kind of try to figure out what are the circumstances that lead to that type of experience. Yeah. And that we haven't really been able to find it. No, so if you, were like, yeah. if you were like watching... Mm -hmm. You were there last night. If you were watching the performance... 
could you pinpoint or could you say like, oh, I saw it go down or I saw when he was feeling it as as his teammate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially because I sit behind him. And so I really get to see it and I can I can tell when Brian's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell when Brian's in it because he's fucking putting his head back and he's. You know, he's closing his eyes and he's, you know, I mean, and obviously you can hear it in his guitar playing too. He's fucking flying last night. And it's like, literally, he's got wings and he's flying away. Did you say that about, was it you that said the flying on the guitar? Yeah. Flying Brian. Brian. Flying Brian. I wonder if we can see it. I don't know if you guys can. The thing is, is I. Or hear it. Yeah, right. No, you can't hear it. You don't know if it's good or if it's bad. You just like it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you guys, everybody listening, you just I, like it. You just That's like it. it. I get it. But because to, to, uh, to me, my like worst show is somebody's favorite show of all time. I that, all time. That's the trip. And I'm like, if you have no idea how uncomfortable I was up there for two hours and 45 minutes uh, for you to call this your favorite show. How dare you? You know, um, but that's the way it is that, that, you know, and it's like with Nick, like, there are some times on stage where I'm like, man, Nick's Nick's having trouble. Like we, a lot of, of our stuff stems from uh, monitors, the way that we can hear each other. Oh, okay. It's like just, it's applying technology to like a very, uh, you know, acoustically natural thing. Yeah, like an organic thing, and then you're like plugging, like, yeah. you know, diodes into mushrooms. and the plants are talking now yeah yeah yeah. i got you it's like it doesn't really work that way you know but like we there's a lot of technology on stage to make it sound good for us and for these things to work you know um while we're trying to apply this organic natural thing which is music so i can look at nick and be like oh man he's like he's you know he's not feeling it right now but like i'm having a good show and i'll you know get off the stage and be like oh you sounded great up there nick and he's like ah you know like it wasn't really good. Or there's other times when I would go up to Nick and be like, oh my God, Nick, you're so insane. He's like, I'm not having a good show. And I'm like, what? I had no idea. He's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. You know? And I'm like, wow. oh my God, like I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. So that so it goes any which way. And I was going to ask that this question's for Corey because it's a, it's been just wondering how, how, Watch watching a lot of the live shows and everything because it's coming up on one year. You've been in the band now. How are you finding the journey? Because the shows are fucking amazing. I'm loving it. Um, it goes back to you know the four shows that I played with Spafford in September of last year. Um, I've said this before, and um, and everyone kind of has. It was just kind of shocking how okay. Well, personally, how well I thought. Um, we work together and creatively in everything on and off the stage. And it's just continued continued to grow for me. And like we're talking about last night, um, being one of those shows, it, I had, a, I think all four of us did, which is cool. And um, yeah, I had one of those last night. And every time that you get one of those like money shows, that's just, you know, spiritual for you and, you found something for me. It just keeps getting better and better, just like things in life should. So congratulations, that's, man! That's, oh, thank you. That's very fucking much. dope, man. It comes through in the music. Yeah, that's the best news you could hear. Is Appreciate something it. that you you like. You don't know how it's gonna go. It's September pops off and hasn't stopped since. Like that's a that speaks a lot to all of your like craftsmanship. You know. And also, I mean, let's be real. Some people go their whole life and never have even a moment of that shit. Sure. Not even one moment, you know, right. and, and you're getting to have that over and over again. That's like, a, that's why I said, congratulations, man. That's, Thanks a lot. That's, yeah, super that's, dope. that's why we all do it. And that's why I, I chose this path, you know, when I was really young and I finally found, you know, we, we Your homies. Yeah. We all linked up and it's just great. You know, back to knowing if it's a good show or not, man, like there's this famous, clip of Garcia and he's talking about um they said do you ever do you, they asked him the question do you know if it was a good show or not and he was like man there's nights where I'm on stage and I'm struggling all night and I, I can remember this one night like I was up there and just fighting with myself and I yelled at Phil after the show and like 
told him that he was off all night. And then I went and I, I sat down and listened to the tapes and they were just crackling with energy. Like those, those shows were some of the best shows we'd ever played. And I think that as a fan of improvisational music, we're willing to like take the shows that don't get to that place to have one that does, or even, you know, a few minutes in a show where that happens. Cause I have to believe that when you guys are having that experience on stage, we're having it out in the crowd as well, or it wouldn't be happening for you guys on stage. It's one big mind mm -hmm. happening and that's, we're linking up to whatever that thing is and off we go. And I would say too, sometimes just one good thing in a show makes that someone's favorite show forever. It could be a three hour show and you did five minutes of something rad. And that's why that show is going to go down in history as like the best one ever. Yeah, it's, that's true. Life. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I wonder too, like when you have a night like that and you're in a run of three nights, does it put pressure on you to feel like you need to do that again the next night? Or is that the goal all the time anyway? Well, it's the goal all the time. Okay. And like, you know, we've, I, I, for me, like I've missed the mark, you know, four or five, six shows consecutively on fall tour or something like that. So maybe I can make it up to myself and maybe get three in a row here. But um, I, I guess that's, that's the goal. Right. But it's not, it's not always going to happen that way. Um, but the room sounds good. I mean, the get down is like a really awesome place. It just, it feels really good. It's very unassuming, but it's, it works, man. Um, and the Portland crowd, you know, combined with that, there's just something really, there's something really special about Brian, this place. You guys, you're from Arizona, right? Uh, not originally, but the band started there. The band started there. The band started so in Arizona. we moved from Vegas to here seven years ago. And going to shows in the Southwest was a different experience than coming to shows here, uh, especially in Vegas. Like we'd go to shows and there'd be a lot of like people that got tickets from their host and they don't even know who the band is or whatever. When we got here and we, I think one of the first shows we went to was like Dark Star Orchestra or something at the Roseland. And I walked into the room and was like, holy shit, like these people came for the music. This is this is different. This is a different kind of a scene. And once the music started, the vibe in the room was completely different than any other place I had ever been. And I've been around, I've, I've toured around and stuff. So I've seen places, you know, and I think what you said earlier is true about Portland. There's very, something very um, special and unique about the folks here and what they bring to live music. I'm stoked that you feel that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. The, coming from the desert and and being somewhere that it's like just there's more life you know and you you have that experience like we had of where you see that the crowd is different are you are you seeing that in other places in the country does every city have its like own kind of unique trip uh every city Every city does for sure. I mean, every region to like the, the, the crowds are similar or different, but I mean, you start to see a lot of the same people, but there's different vibes in each place and like how each, um, territory like enjoys their music, like what they do when they go out to the show. In some places people like talk a little bit more because that's just <laughs> what they do there. Like, you know, people that are seeing each other, you know, it's going to be more prone to, to speaking or you're going to have some place where people are do not move and to the point where you can't you are you're almost not sure if they're enjoying it wow really but they're just, and they're just hanging and they're sitting there and then other people you have a blend and people are like you know there's not a everybody's just out there grooving and stuff and it, it can be like almost in just certain territories you just know some places you're just gonna go and you're like yeah, they're a bunch of statues. Are they having fun? Yeah, but the statues but you aren't look at the guy bad. And they're just yeah, like, they're just, but they're really? just so locked in on it. They're not bad. It's just how, like I said, the the key thing there is how they enjoy their music. Okay, and it could be by dancing, or it could be by standing there and just watching, letting it, it wash over you. I think or people whatever. go to see Pink Floyd or dancing. everybody has to see the wall. Right, everybody no. has a different different thing, and for us, it could be different each night. But you know, it's just like everybody has their own methods of enjoying, and there's. 
no difference in dancing or talking to your friend or standing there watching. That's just like what you're getting out of your experience with music. So that's a, that's a really good point. Cause I think that people mistakenly make the, you know, mistake of like, Oh, if you're not moving, you're not enjoying it. But sometimes you just need to literally feel it coming at you and like hear it. Cause I know I'm all into lyrics and even if it's repetitive, sometimes just feeling that same lyric coming over you is enough. And mm. I often like zone out and just kind of like sway <laughs> and it doesn't even make any sense. But I like that you said that it's how people enjoy their music and it's not just through dance. It's I, a million ways. When I was in high school, I brought a friend to a disco biscuits concert. He was not into jam bands. He wasn't into any of this. You might have dabbled in a little LSD that evening. <laughs> Just a little. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, he didn't move once. He stood in the back of the room and he stood like this the whole night. He didn't move. I swear to God. <laughs> and we walked out of that and we're like, are you, are you okay? And he's like, that was the greatest experience of my life. We're like, okay. Because you, like, there was no, you didn't move. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> So like this, I mean, like we go to some rooms where it's like, okay, if you don't get the chatter people, then you can hear like a pin drop in the room, but it's like, but they're not moving because they're, they're sitting there listening, you know, it's like the people who are kind of chatting and the people are kind of swaying and like maybe talking, dancing, you know, you know, but, um, it's, it's just different like every single night. So each region does do that. And, and, and back to, to that thing, like I remember on this winter tour, or fall tour um, that we were just on. I forget what the name of it was in, in Washington. Let me get the, the ribs. What was that town? Oh no, that was in Columbia Falls, Columbia Falls, uh, Montana, Montana. There we go. Montana. Wow. We remember because the ribs. Memory. Yes. Oh, that's how you have to pull up uh, shows is by the food what you, you ate, ate that day. Yeah. It's like the ribs. I'm like, oh, I remember that little house behind the venue. Yeah. I mean, that place was throwing down it was insane yeah. you know and it was like maybe the markets kind of starved of of music you know like this and they were really appreciative to for us to make the trip all the way out there because it's it's very far out there um so you know i think it's just a it's a different combination every single night in every every single city with the people that are there and you know, just just hey, how it all works. Hey, I was going to say, because we need to let you guys go eat. It's almost seven. Yes. But I just want to say very heartfelt. Thank you for choosing Portland. Thank you for choosing the get down. This has become a very special place to us. And thank you for having Bodie Mojo are very close to us. Very dear friends. And they're so excited that they're doing this with you. Just thank you all for doing this for us. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Love y'all. Take Love take it easy. Thank you. Right Thank on. you. Thanks. Enjoy the food. And what's on the set list for the second set?
wish there weren't as many problems, but it's a burden. Family needs has been deferred, and hell means been the earth, and alchemy can bring the birth of melody of a new order. So persistent, so persistent, so insistent, so commitment, so resilient, or haven't you learned it? But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hello everybody, I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The The Corner Corner of Gray Street. Street.